travel later today with that, you know, that, uh, that blizzard thing. Oh, that blizzard thing. Mm -hmm. That blizzard thing. Oh, oh, well, here's the report. The National Weather Service is calling for a big blizzard thing. Yes, now. they are. But, you know, there's another reason why today is especially... Especially cold. Especially cold. Yeah. Okay. But the big question on everybody's lips... Yeah, yeah their chap lips. On their chap lips. Chap right. Lips. Do you think... Bill's going to come out and see a shadow. Pumps a Tony Bill. That's right, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. Get up and sit that hog out there. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of 156, a show where we recommend to you three movies a week, and hopefully by the end we'll have 156 movies underneath our collective belts. Um, before we go anywhere to the movies, I've got some recommendations for you. We got a Waveframe Instagram recommendation for you. Really good stuff. Luke just posted an amazing cover from the Loveless album, and uh if you could give us a five-star review, that'd be super amazing. That'd be fantastic, and it would help us out a lot. You know, the algorithm is something of a bugger at times. Uh, and if you write out a review, that's uh, even better. That's much better. And uh, this episode features a bonus recommendation. You should check out Drew Gooden on YouTube. If you haven't watched this guy, you are missing out. He's freaking hilarious, and he makes me laugh out loud, and it just seems like that is a rare quality nowadays. Um, media doesn't always make me laugh, and Drew Gooden seems like the friend that you really want to have, and sometimes you just need that sort of friend to make fun of <laughs> some things. Uh, he usually rants about cringe people for example like lily singh or vin diesel or recently he's reviewed some really awful christmas movies or he's bought a bunch of ridiculous products off of his amazon uh, sorry instagram ads and you get to see if they're actually like quality you know if you see an ad for pod moon pod you're like, wow, that looks kind of cool, but I'm sure it's overpriced and not very good quality. Well, he actually gets to buy them and review them for you. Um, and he says if they're worth it or not. And most of them, spoiler alert, are not worth it and complete garbage. But there's a few. There's a few that are worth buying. So you should check out Drew Gooden. He really, really makes my day better whenever he posts a video. And um, he's honestly my type of brand of humor and uh i appreciate that about him our first movie today i am super stoked about it's called one cut of the dead and it's directed by oh, okay one second it's directed by shinichiro ueda i definitely said that wrong but i think this is one of my favorite recent movie viewings because it surprised me so often the movie's premise will seem like a spoiler but it's really just the tip of the iceberg and i think it's necessary to explain why you should definitely check out this movie it's in the first 10 minutes anyway so if you don't want any spoilers now is your chance to go and watch it and come back and listen to this and i promise this spoiler won't ruin your enjoyment of the movie because there is so much to this movie it's on amazon for like three dollars if you hit other purchase options 
last thing I'll say is you cannot watch only part of this movie. You have to watch the whole thing. you got to watch the whole thing. So One Cut of the Dead is about a filmmaking crew making a zombie movie with an overly controlling and honestly mean director. And because of this, the actors are strained and uneasy, especially in such a creepy location. They're at an abandoned World War II Japanese facility, and the rumors from the crew are that it was a cursed place where the Japanese army did illegal experiments on people. So, to their great confusion and surprise, the actors are attacked by one of their crew members, an actual zombie. As you can guess, the fact that people have like bloody and zombie makeup on and fake wounds does not help in ascertaining who is a zombie, who's infected, and who's not. Uh, so, this is kind of scary sometimes, but it's mostly a comedy and um, I wanted to watch it again immediately when it was done. You don't have that with very many movies. And it's free on Shutter and AMC Plus, but you also can rent it online in the normal places you rent movies. Um, many comedies nowadays are, I think, a little lackluster or maybe just seem like the average level of effort was put into it. One Cut of the Dead is not that it is a movie where you get done with it and you're like wow they had to do a lot in the planning department of this so the cast and crew had to really uh, work hard to pull this off because much of the movie is in camera just one that's why it's called one cut of the dead just one shot one um, continuous take and uh, you would think that's a gimmick and it kind of is, but you got to watch it to figure it out because it was one of the most enjoyable movies I've seen in a long time. Speaking of comedy movies, nowadays a lot of the movies that aim towards comedy are dying out. You might see a few on Netflix. You might see uh, a few here and there, like a Judd Apatow uh, attempt. But not that I dislike those. I, I think they're fun and um, I have a fun time watching a lot of those movies, but they miss out often on the visual aspect of comedy. Um, and I think it's a huge wasted opportunity. So the next movie I'm recommending is called Top Secret. This is a cult classic directed by uh, three people, Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. Uh, so the Zuckerberger brothers, as they're often known as, and they're the same people behind the movies Airplane and the Naked Gun movies, and they're hilarious. So the premise is kind of convoluted, but I'll just give you a short little synopsis. Um, popular and dashing American singer Nick Rivers, played by Val Kilmer, his very first movie role, interestingly enough, he has to travel to East Germany to perform in a music festival. When he loses his heart to the gorgeous Hilary Flamand, played by Lucy Gutteridge, he finds himself caught up in an underground resistance movement, and Rivers joins forces with a bunch of people to try to help out the world. Um, it's amazing that this is Val Kilmer's first acting role because he kills it. He plays this kind of mashup between Elvis Presley and a Beach Boys person like Brian Wilson, and it's nonstop jokes, just visual gags abound. And the, the visual gags I'm talking about could be something as simple as when Nick Rivers is talking to his love interests, he has to try to 
talk to the waiter and the waiter talks in German and uh, Nick Rivers Val Kilmer says oh I, I don't speak any German and his love interest says oh that's all right I know a little German oh in fact he's right over there and points across the room and a little German guy stands up and waves to her and there are just uh, amazing jokes like that uh, uh, do really well visually and really really well with wordplay and I just can't stop gushing about this movie because it's hilarious it's totally worth watching and Val Kilmer does a great job and the Zucker brothers have done it again they even themselves thought that this wasn't a, a huge hit because Airplane and the Naked Gun movies were so much more well received at the time but uh, I think one time they went to a screening of it recently and they were really really happy with the audience reception because the audience were yelling out lines laughing hysterically and it's definitely worth your time so you should check it out lastly we have Groundhog Day the 1993 comedy directed by Harold Ramis and starring Bill Murray uh, Bill Murray stars as a weatherman, a stuck-up, arrogant guy who thinks only of himself, and he has to belittle himself by going to Punxsutawney and reporting on the groundhog to see if it sees his shadow. He goes with his team, Andy McDowell as Rita and Chris Elliott playing the van driver Larry. I think he's in that TV show um shit's creek that everybody loves and i have yet to get into it so i i know i've been hearing it from a lot of people i need to watch it um and as you probably know he inexplicably gets stuck in this time loop uh he relives the same day over and over and he has to figure out how do i get out of this time loop i'm a huge sucker for these movies with amazing premises uh some bold concepts and wow it's an amazing idea. Whoever thought of this first is amazing. It might not even have been Harold Ramis, but I really, really think that this movie has stayed in the cultural zeitgeist for a reason. And uh, people associate Groundhog Day more with one day happening over and over than the actual Groundhog and Day itself. And if you're craving this sort of um, movie trope, this movie genre, you definitely should check out Edge of Tomorrow and Palm Springs. Those are also similar premises, but still amazing movies in their own right. So I think this movie is hilarious and heartfelt, but I also think that there's something much deeper going on, and that's the reason why so many people resonate with this movie. Uh, He's in a time loop, and he goes through stages. First, he tries to figure out why this is happening to him and what is happening. Then when he fails that he when he fails learning about why this is happening he decides to take advantage of the situation and rebel against the normal order of things and binge food and get into really risky situations like driving on the train tracks and getting arrested by the police and drinking and then he tries to do better at his career his job and try to succeed which is difficult when you're just doing it in one day When that fails, he tries to fall in love with Rita. And all these things ultimately don't give him the thing he's searching for. He feels very um, upset by these things. They're not fulfilling. It's one day over and over. So he, he decides to try to end his life. 
He's very depressed. And even that doesn't work. It doesn't help him get out of his situation. It doesn't make him feel better. And he realizes he's in some sort of purgatory. And Harold Ramis and the crew behind this movie never really revealed exactly how long he was in this time loop because there's no way for him to keep track because his memory would be faulty. But uh, some people have said he was in it for around 10 years, <laughs> which is absolute insanity. But it makes sense with all the different things he, he tries to do. He tries to steal money and he knows exactly what's going to happen. Um, and he gets really good at a lot of things. So it makes sense that he would be in here for at least a long, long time to learn how to play the piano well and uh, throw cards superbly well. Um, so he's in this life never ending. And the only thing that helps him feel better about himself is helping other people. Altruism. He starts seeing in this one day who needs help, where they need help. He at one point jacks up a car for two old ladies. He catches a kid when he falls out of a tree. He saves somebody from death. Um, Brian Doyle Murray, his brother, plays the, I think, mayor of the town. And he's the one who reveals the groundhog. Prognosticators of prognosticators. Um, and he's the one choking. And so Bill Murray gets to do a fun scene with his brother in real life. But, yeah, he saves somebody from choking and you just get to see how much this town really has become to mean something to him. And you see through pretty much everybody. Uh, Michael Shannon is in this movie. He's like a very, very young role at the time, but Michael Shannon goes off and gets married and he's happy that uh, he interacted with Phil, Phil. Uh, I forget his last name. I was going to say Phil Dunphy, but that's definitely not it. But it's funny that uh, he, Bill Murray's character, has the same name as um, Phil the Groundhog. And uh, I think that is some cool, either accidental or on purpose, foreshadowing for how much uh, Bill Murray's character comes to be a shining example of what Punxsutawney is all about. Oh, I remember it. It's Phil Connors. Phil Connors. And uh, I, I just think that it's amazing to see how he does that 180, that character arc. And it's so realistic to me. I think sometimes movies have a hard time showing a character arc because they forget to show you how long it takes to actually change as a person. And most times in life, the character arc that you experience on your own is something that happens over a year or two years or three years. But with how many days he relives over and over and over, uh, you get to see his character arc and it feels so genuine. And one of my favorite things about this movie is that he succeeds in all the things he tried to at the beginning, like his career and his love life and making friends uh, just by being this amazing person for people. And so I, I think it reflects reality really well where you are not going to succeed 
at, let's say, your career if your ambition is just your career. I feel like it's a trickle-down effect when you uh, think about how to help others. That will, paradoxically, it might seem, help you help yourself. I really think that the only way to avoid the, I don't know, American ideals of getting ahead and at the cost of other people is to be a person who works with others, works for others, and puts himself second. So I need that reminder all the time, and you might too. I think this movie is a perfect way to give yourself that reminder, that shot in the arm of, oh yeah, I actually can't fulfill myself if I don't first try to help other people. And you might disagree, but I really think that the only way towards contentment is through being a person who's selfless. Um, So I think that if you had to think of an opposite movie to Wolf of Wall Street or (laughs) maybe uh, a different movie like Wall Street directed by Oliver Stone, where there's that famous speech about how greed is good, I would say that this is a great antidote (laughs) to movies like that if you're wanting something that is a little bit more pure of heart while not uh, not shying away from the parts of humanity that we (laughs) like to indulge in before we find out that altruism and loving another person is the better way to go. Kind of cheesy at the end here, uh, but I really think that this movie should be watched by all, and it's really important to me, and the worst thing about this is that I don't think it is um, able to watch on any conventional streaming device. It's one of those uh, frustrating examples of you have to get a week of I don't know stars or something like that or if you have direct TV or whatever um, spectrum on demand is so you can rent it on Google Play or YouTube or Apple TV or Amazon and it's only like three dollars so celebrate Groundhog Day tonight today with 1993's Groundhog Day you will not regret it And we will see you next week.